picture perfect you don't need no filter hello and welcome to put a cork in it hosted by yours truly monica toby who has zero credibility in the podcast world but is trying to make it big this podcast was created for unfiltered conversation which always leads to cringy comments sound advice and obviously a lot of laughter so come along for the ride and listen to a podcast that will leave you in a better mood than when you started. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of your favorite podcast in the entire world, Put a Cork in It. And as of this week, we have hit 3,000 plays, which is wild. Like, what? can you believe that? 3,000 plays, Austin. 3K. 3K. I would like to be 3K. I know what's going to happen when we hit 24 okay and I'm, it's it's a bruno mars song that's gonna be blaring in the background that's do all we, i'm saying do we change the intro music i mean maybe uh could definitely see the occasion arising um but i i think that's you know it's only just eight times the viewers we have now which is easy yeah child's play it'll be it'll be like tomorrow um so you know here we are we're back again austin and mon um I would say everyone's coming in with some different emotions. Today I did get in a car accident, you know, all is well, but I am just feeling a little, I don't know, like who knows it's going to come out of my mouth. My brain- Would you say rattled or maybe frantic? I feel definitely a little rattled for sure. Um, But I just think I need to take a break from driving for a few days, you know? I can definitely feel that. I've been driving to and from Columbus, uh, like it's my job, and uh, kind of over it, for being honest. <laughs> Thank you for being honest and vulnerable. So if you catch me on like a bike this week, don't ask questions. Just let me be, okay? Well, um, the weather is finally cooperating that a bike is actually like totally worth it right now. Correct. Because can you imagine riding a bike in like a parka? That would be weird. Totally weird, but not what we came here to discuss today, Mon. Correct, correct. Let's get off the topic. Um, so today is just, you know, it's a really special day, you guys, because I'm introducing you to a very special person, another amazing friend I've made in North Carolina. And to be honest, I didn't think that I would meet someone who has the same, dare I say, quirks as me, but um, this individual may have more than I do. And I love that for her. And so tonight we have Grace on the podcast. We're very excited about it. And before I, you know, give away the topic, I just want to say, Grace, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you guys? Well, awesome. Well, Monica got in a car accident, so (laughs) we're not going to ask her, but, uh, you know, I'm doing great accepted a full-time job offer today so very adult stuff going on 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 this end but emotionally drained but relieved at the same time wow lots of emotions um Mm -hmm. grace is currently off of school everyone because there is a cyber attack on her schooling and so are you still out of school right now are you back in so it's a little complicated, but um, so basically Central Piedmont, where I go, they don't have access to Blackboard anymore at all, which was like the platform we were using. So now they're using Brightspace. And so like some of my classes have opened back up on it, but all of them should be back March 1st. Oh. Um, so I'm kind of like, on school but not you know those of you who don't know blackboard is like a a canvas type platform dare i say moodle if you're in that department i was gonna throw out edline if anybody remembers that so i'm I'm glad progress book (laughs) oh my gosh I'm too young for all these things. I know, I don't you know, are no idea young. what you're talking about. If you know what progress book is, you are a real one. That's it's all I'm true. saying. It's true. But Grace, I'm so glad you brought up that beautiful segue of you're too young to understand these references. And so to kind of let you guys know why we decided to bring Grace on, I mean, a plethora of reasons we could have brought her. But what we really want to talk about today is 
Grace being an old soul and a generation of people, which Austin and I are technically a part of the same generation as Grace. Like, I'm not going to pretend like that isn't true. You know, like I want to be a millennial, but unfortunately I do fall in the Gen Z category. But not unfortunately, not unfortunately. All right. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Dog. We should have dog. Anyway, but Grace being 18 just really falls in this era of like kids who just wow the gen z is oozing out of their pores like you see it you smell it you know it you taste it like it's just there sorry that was kind of a gross metaphor but like i just i just see it and so when i met grace there was something weird that wasn't clicking because i'm like why am i getting along with this 18 year old girl like she's my age like this is so weird I literally asked if you were 20 when I met you. Yeah, and then you almost fell out of your chair in core life when I was like, I'm 18. <laughs> and you were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Eating a little Korean barbecue and almost fell out of my chair. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we wanted to just have Grace on to like pick her brain about how does it feel to be an old soul in a generation of people obsessed with TikTok, you know, um, just like social media in general, just being so consuming and just people in middle school looking like they're 20 years old. It's just something I cannot understand. And so we, we decided Grace would have a better way of helping us understand than Austin and I could, you know, we're basically grandparents over here. I want to, yeah. I want to kind of lay some groundwork here. So I got, I, I want to say I got an Instagram at the end of sixth grade and that was like the first like social media sixth grade yeah okay, I, got, I got Instagram in sixth grade as well so is like it, is that like young or old to you I mean that's like when it first came out yeah so um I guess it, it feels- you you got onto it five years after it came out because we have a five-year gap in between myself and Grace but like I'm just trying to remember like people were definitely obsessed with Facebook like it was right when like parents started getting on Facebook and you're like oh they're ruining it like Snapchat was like just coming onto the scene like we grew up in a very like formative time for social media and like what like the powerhouses are today minus TikTok um (laughs) but with that being said like what was middle school like having like your Instagram like full I guess like what was that like well okay I will say like with the whole Gen Z thing like it has definitely gotten I don't want to say like worse but But it has but but even like the kids younger than me are worse than like the kids my age um but yeah I remember getting Instagram in sixth grade and I really wish I didn't because like the things I would post was just like no you're not old enough to have this because you're posting really embarrassing things and then like you know everyone started getting iPhones in sixth grade and that was just not not good and it started a lot of drama like when people had Instagram because you know we'd have like the group DMs with the guys and the girls it was like it just a lot of drama honestly wow I didn't even think about that because the only features that it had when I got it which would make sense I got it I think in seventh grade eighth grade and the only features were literally posting and filters like that was it yeah no we had the whole dm situation dms were strictly a twitter thing back in the day wait grace when you got when you got it was stories already a thing no stories became a thing i think when i was like a freshman in high school okay i remember when stories became a thing and i vividly remember telling my friends i'm like stories are so dumb i'm you can never catch me doing a story like i don't get it it's weird because no one was doing it. And now like I'm posting a story like every other day, you know, like I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I like stories 
more than posting on Instagram because it doesn't feel as uh, like I'm committing as much <laughs> to like posting something. Um, but the thing that they also had like when I first got Snapchat and stuff too in middle school was like you could see who's who people's best friends were. Yes. That was definitely the cause of all the drama. Oh that was gosh. like really bad. Yeah. That was so exposing. I remember I checked my boyfriend's best friends like all the time in high school. Like mm-hmm. I was obsessed. Yeah. There was one one guy at my middle school who like everyone had a crush on. And like I went to like in middle school there was literally 60 kids in my grade so like oh, God. you Ooh. had to have a crush on one person. Um <laughs> But like and all I'm my late. friends, <laughs> all my friends and I had a crush on him and like we would all check, you know, each other's best friends on Snapchat and like if his name was on the list, we were like, oh, you see that so-and-so is Snapchatting him like and we're literally like 13, like <laughs> just, just stop, like he probably just was brats. <laughs> yeah. just like there's no reason for this absolutely brats is a very good word for like how you act in middle school like oh yeah yeah it's it's horrible you know and I just speaking of the brat mentality this is really making me dive into a deep question like kind of maybe our first deep question of the night um first of all that made me feel so old for some reason when you guys downloaded Instagram versus when I did but let's just move Mm. forward um I think that TikTok is making specifically Grace, like your age, but maybe even people younger than you, so much like getting this idea, like idealizing what a relationship looks like because people who have really cool relationships on TikTok are getting thousands of followers or like if your man does this or like, you know, he's a simp, blah, 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 like all this stuff. And I'm terrified for the people who are younger than me and younger than you um, for like, do they even know what like a healthy relationship even looks like? Especially if you don't have parents who display a healthy relationship, like where is that being modeled to you? Right. No, I agree. I mean, I also think it's bad with like, you know, there's like sides of TikTok. So there's this whole like side of TikTok that's like, you know, all about like, dieting and working out and all this stuff but it's like crazy and like unrealistic stuff um but I think the relationships thing is like really true as well and it's bad with Instagram too because people and like I do it too like you look at people and you're like oh wow but it's like that's just not real life you know yeah I mean Austin I would love your actually I would love your insight on this so for those who don't know, and Grace, we didn't tell you this in the beginning, Austin has been dating his girlfriend Carly for like a cabillion years and- Six cabillion. Six cabillion. And um, I would love to know, like, how do you feel about the whole posting culture with your significant other? Because you and Carly are obviously a very legit couple. And I can say that because I interviewed you two and understand you guys and your relationship. But like, how do you, how does that transfer over to social media? Cause I don't think you guys post each other very often. I, for some, for whatever reason have really stopped posting a lot on Instagram. Almost could say you, I'm strictly a story guy. Yes. Um, initially, so we started dating when I was in high school, but um, I more so, I don't, really have much to say about Carly with the whole culture I more so look at my younger sister Mm. and how it's affecting her and like what I see her and her friends posting Um, my sister has taken like a really like high road approach when it comes to like her outward appearance and like not really caring like what other people have to say or like think Um, has been battling anxiety for like five years now or something like that so my sister is definitely the minority, but like you can tell the effect it's having on young women, um, especially after this past year of COVID when everybody was just glued to their phones. Like everyone's projecting this fake image that their life is perfect and it's so not true. And everyone's like, 
oh my gosh i want to be like that i i think instagram or like your facebook albums or whatever are a great like place as like a scrapbook to like highlight moments of your life but it's definitely not the model it's not the expectation yeah um yeah it's it's definitely having a negative impact on what people think life is and people are way too concerned about what other people are thinking about them i've fallen into this myself but yeah um you know as you get older you you definitely like grow out of it or like succumb to it so as far as like Carly and myself like I love showing pictures of of Carly and myself to my followers my family especially on Facebook the extended family love seeing those pictures (laughs) Um, but I mean honestly it's not a huge topic like Carly and I have really taken pictures for ourselves more so than for the gram recently um you know like I have like this picture of us when I asked her to be my girlfriend like sitting on my desk and like this is so convenient you just whipped out that picture I'm not okay right now (laughs) this is on my desk every day so every day when I'm working like she's here and she's got me so it's like like nobody else needs to know that that. no Instagram cannot like I I showed I think who did I did I show this last week my grandma made coasters of like pictures of us no you did not (laughs) oh Oh, I showed this to my uh group project members (laughs) (laughs) but my grandma made coasters out of like some professional pictures that we got so like I have these that I have my drinks on now so cute but it's like that's like I don't care what anybody else thinks like this is like I don't know like having her like next to me all day is just like another like way I get to like see her and you know like wow I don't know I don't know what else cool. what else to say okay you, well, you realize you realize that like as you like grow in relationship with somebody like you're living like to do life with them and like you're not trying to please other people yeah yeah that's yeah. good and I think something that you said about like social media being more of a thing that's affecting women than men. I was listening to a sermon about how we need to put our phones down more and like how that connects to like our spiritual lives and all these things. And one of the things that one of the um, like researchers said is that social media is way more harmful for women than men. And it's because there's way more comparison specifically on Instagram. But then also girls have this way more like intense fear of being left out, not even missing out, but like left out. Like I wasn't even included. It's not that I couldn't go. I just didn't even get the invite or I like, I'm not even friends with this friend group. And I think that's so true. Like I can reflect back on just high school and middle school and just being so hurt, just not being included. And it's right there in front of your face. And this all compare, or this is all compatible with like depression and anxiety. And it's all like, it's just so it's a positive interaction on a, on a graph. Like it just goes together. And it's like, why do we keep doing it? If that's the pattern, you know what I'm saying? Like, Grace, have you felt that? Oh, for sure. And I was just going to say, so my junior year of high school, we had to do a senior exit project okay. in high school and it started our junior year and like obviously went through senior year. But um, I did mine about how social media like affects mental health and like what it actually does to your We got brain. an expert tonight. <laughs> yes. No, I literally had to write like a 12 page paper about it. Wow. And for my like, I don't know, you had to like kind of like do like a service project or something like that but like I can't really do a service project for that so I decided I was going to delete social media for like six months and it genuinely just felt so good because every time I took a picture I wasn't taking it to post it anywhere I was just taking it for the memory and like I didn't even I mean yeah you like you think you're gonna like miss out on stuff but people always tell you mm-hmm. and even if it's like oh I missed that 
it's really not like that relevant. And there's been so many times where like, I'm just bored and I go on Instagram and I see something and it like bothers me. And I'm like, why did I do that? Like, I didn't have to go on Instagram, but it's just like literally my instinct to just go on my phone and like check Instagram. Yes. And so now like, I don't even have the app on my phone. Like if I want to check it, I like look it up on my computer or something. But like, if I have the app, it's almost like it's literally an addiction because your brain literally release chemicals that like make you fall in love with social media and it's a it's addicting and it's actually kind of scary honestly it scares me the scroll the scrolling feels so good to the brain it's like yeah and that's what's scary about tiktok tiktok that's why it's addictive that's why i've refused to download tiktok oh my gosh don't do it i deleted it back in december because i felt myself getting addicted and i also just felt myself getting sad like yeah. I actually felt myself being like, this is adding nothing to my life. Like if anything, it's making me feel worse about myself. Mm-hmm. And I literally, this sermon I listened to had you go into your settings and look up how many times you pick up your phone a day. Like, oh, it's so tough. Oh my gosh. I was just you were shook. like, it was over a hundred times and it was like 3 PM. And yeah. I'm like, what the heck I didn't even realize it you know and it's like for what like what am I even looking at I'm just when I go on Instagram I'm literally just like tapping through stories and it's like this is literally not adding anything to my life right now at all right and it makes you not even want to post on Instagram like now that I kind of realize all that I'm like now I know that like nobody really cares what i post and like it literally this is just what like it's nothing it adds nothing to your life it's a very shallow like there's not much gain it's 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 like a lot of risk especially like mentally for like the little reward of likes and comments like so not worth it in the long run yeah it's so true and grace do you feel like and i'm not saying that everyone in our generation doesn't understand this reality. Like, I think everyone would say like, social media is bad for you. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. But Grace, do you feel like in your experience with your friends or just people you went to school with, whatever, people you follow on Instagram, do you feel like you have, like, do you ever feel kind of out of the inner circle because you're like realizing this and other people aren't and you've kind of like tapped out of it and other people haven't? Like, do you feel a disconnect ever? Um, I think a little bit because I've kind of noticed that like, um, people my age, like especially girls, like we all kind of post the same things and we all kind of have the same like themes and like, there's times where it's like, oh, it's cute to take like this kind of picture or like, you know, like how it was popular to take like those mirror pictures, like outside during yes. quarantine like like we all post the same things and so it's like uh okay um so yeah I do feel like a little disconnect because I don't know I just feel like there's also like an element you were talking about how like people talk about it in sermons because it's so like it takes away from like spending time with God and things like that so it's like I also have that element that I feel like not a lot of my peers have as well And so like, yeah, people can take breaks from it or realize it's bad, but like, I feel like I also have this other element of like, is this honoring God right now? Like, would he want me to be, you know, consumed in this or like, am I choosing this over him and stuff? So it's like, I feel like that's where I feel the more disconnect because I think a lot of my generation is not really clued into that. Yeah, that's a very good way to like kind of even separate it even more. Like, I feel very grateful that I have a relationship with the Lord for a lot of reasons, but specifically in this area of like, it just makes it more important and makes it more serious. Whereas if I didn't have that to consider, I might just be like, oh, well, I don't care. Like, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. But like you just described, like it takes away your time. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, it's free, but you give people who are in charge of all of these social media companies 
you're giving them yourself and like literally you're selling your soul to these people and it's scary to think about and you are in control if you give it over to them but it's sometimes hard like Austin was saying like your brain loves to scroll your brain's literally, literally being rewired by social media and it's hard to go back like we can't go back to our for you guys fifth grade for me seventh and sixth grade selves and be like you can never go back to that brain I don't think of not knowing that it exists because now you do even if you get rid of it yeah and I think the thing that's really sad to me now is like so over the summer like when I lived in Charlotte I worked at the YMCA with like really little kids like three and four year olds and like their parents like when they drop them off when they pick them up like they just would like shove an iPad in their face or like the parents phones you know and you see it in like restaurants too like kids don't learn how to behave in restaurants they get phones shoved in their faces and like that makes me sad because none of us ever had that you know at least we kind of had exposure to social media like later on but like these kids are literally growing up like not even remembering a time where it wasn't in their lives it's yeah. like a parallel with like our parents and like the internet like we got the internet like when we were born like it was like a thing like very early early stages but like we knew like in school we utilized the internet so it's like it was very mm-hmm. hard to stray away but like social media like has evolved so much since then and like uh, the amount of marketing dollars that go into it now is astounding being a marketing major myself but it's just just like so many people are spending millions of dollars to fight for your attention and like it's very bad like it's it's scary like you were saying and the the youth development like the social development of kids like how are kids going to be able to like communicate like i i heard i don't know if this is true or not but if i were to say like make like the call me symbol with your hand what, what would you do would you do something like yeah. this with the thumb yeah. and the pinky right yeah. apparently kids today like use like the palm of their hand because phones are flat oh, and no. they're not like like the earpiece and like the mouthpiece isn't that like I kind of want to like go up to like a 12 year old and just <laughs> just do that to see what they do I know like I I don't know if it's true, but I I read something online that said something like that. Like kids nowadays don't do this to say call me. We just use and that. for those who are in in the audience, obviously you can't see what I'm doing with my hands, but basically like the it. the hang ten surfer dude, like <laughs> it's that symbol, but like pulled up to your face. Okay, but that this is very good. This is another thing I would ask Grace about. I think more than just like you know social media or like gracious not being as into social media as like people around her are for me it was more grace's ability to socialize and like hold a conversation and ask me questions and not just have me like drill her with questions and just say yeah kind of yeah maybe (laughs) and I was kind of like off put by that for maybe like the first time we hung out and I'm like why is that like seeming so kind of off to me that like she can hold a conversation and I'm not taking a dig at any 18 year olds and below listening to this podcast, but other people that I've tried to engage with in that specific age range, it is so hard to hold a conversation with them. And I feel like I'm a mom, like trying to ask their kid how school was. And it's like, we're all, yeah. Like we're all kind of in the same age group here. Why can't you just meet me halfway? And yeah, Grace, do you notice that about yourself? Because I feel like that would be noticeable about you when you're like hanging out with your friends or when you're with your friend's parents. Okay, well, honestly, thank you for saying that because sometimes I'm like, uh, like sometimes in social settings, I'm like, am I talking enough? Like, is this (laughs) like, am I good? Um, Yeah, no, I mean, it's actually funny you said that too, because the girl that cuts my hair was like, you're the only person your age that comes in that actually talks to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, everyone else like around your age that comes in, like they just sit there and like, don't talk to me and stuff. 
I could never sit there for that long and not Me say anything. Either. Yeah. There's no way. 30 minutes minimum, like sometimes, like for a guy, it's like, that's like pretty standard. But like a girl, it has to be like 45 minutes maybe. And you're just sitting there like not saying anything. Yeah. See, I don't get that. Oh my gosh. I would hate myself. So I think the thing is like, if I don't talk, like if I'm not engaging with people, like I feel rude. Right. I feel like you know why am I not speaking because and like we're close enough in age where it's like I'm not uncomfortable so it's like why would I not right a conversation with you right one thing yeah I totally agree and that's something that like my parents instilled in me was like hey when you meet someone for the first time look them in the eye like especially if they're like an adult shake their hand or like you know give them some sort of like other greeting uh, like the appropriate. If, you if you're you know have heavy hispanic culture that's pretty popular um no if but it's like European, a kiss on the cheek right right but that stuff goes such a long way and like uh for example like my father i keep saying like and it's driving me insane my father as a gym membership at home that I get to use because uh, we're on like the little family plan or whatever. And the owner of the gym is always in their personal training people. And I always make a point to say, hi, how are you doing today? Like, how's business going? How are your kids? How's your wife? And whenever my dad sees him, like, he's like, your son is so like sociable. And like, I like someone his age, like, I'm just, you must be very proud of like your son. And I'm like, it's not even just like good for me, but it's like, it's a good thing for my dad too. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you don't understand like the praise that you're giving like your parents for like how they raised you when you do that. Like, it's a very honorable thing. Yeah. It shocks me, honestly, because like, uh, and this happened in like my neighborhood in Charlotte and it happens here too in Raleigh is like, I go on a walk in my neighborhood and people like, I'm passing them and maybe I'm just creepy, but like, I will literally stare at you until you look at me and say hi. But people genuinely just walk and look down and act like I don't exist. And I'm like, I just, what is that? Like, what is that? Because (laughs) it's not hard to just like wave, you know, maybe some eye contact, but like, no, just acting like I don't exist. Yeah. I don't get it. I have a question like say like your dad's driving you around like you're going through the neighborhood and like someone's in their front yard is your dad the type of the guy that would like wave at him and be like how's it going or like something like that (laughs) um I think my mom is like that uh I don't know my dad (laughs) my dad's interesting Grace's dad is honestly a A gem yeah he's a gem I love my dad but he um he's but like my father would do stuff like that i'd be like dad who is that he's like i don't know austin just being neighborly and i'm like oh my gosh this guy's he's so smart (laughs) that's like true though it is the parenting but what i think is becoming more popular parenting is like oh that's just a phase like she's scrolling through Instagram at a family gathering at a family friend's party, but like, that's just what teenagers do. And it's like, no, like if you want your kid to be different, you have to lay those foundational things. Like I remember the same thing, Austin, always say hi to adults when they come into the house. You're not allowed to hide in your room. Like if someone comes in the home, you say, hi, how are you? And then you can leave. And I hated that growing up. I hated (laughs) it. But now I am really thankful because it has made me a respectful, sociable person with people who are older than me. And this came very much in handy when I had the support race for crew and asked people to be a part of what I was doing. There's no way in heck I would have been able to do that if I was used to just looking at my phone, got to avoid people and just hope to God they didn't notice me. I would have not been successful in asking people for money. Like that just would have been impossible. Yeah. I think you're really good at things like that. 
Monica. Like in social settings, like begging good. people for money. No. I've <laughs> <laughs> got that's that's way too hard of a dig. Oh <laughs> uh, no! I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> let her give me a compliment. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Grace. No, it's okay. I was just gonna say she's really good in like social situations, making like everyone feel like they're part of the conversation and not cool. being not being like awkward, you know? Oh that is definitely something I've noticed too. Like it's like yeah. she doesn't want anyone to feel left out, you know. She's always trying to get other people involved, like, hey, what do you think about this? You'll see it in the podcast if I'm sitting here quiet for a little while. But I mean it's just she no, she you're very, very true in that statement. Wow, guys, I feel affirmed and loved. I could just leave now and be a happy little person. <laughs> and you're good at opening gifts. Oh my gosh. Your reactions are great. I'm so bad at that. You just have to come oh, so everything yeah. and actually genuinely respond. And then it's fine. You know it's a good gift if I have no words to say. That's what I'll say. Wow. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Great. I've never gotten you a gift. Maybe I should send you something in the mail for your birthday. 106 East Sycamore Street, baby. All right, cool. Thank you. Everyone go visit him if you're in the Oxford area. Send me mail. I get a lot of junk mail. I get a lot of junk mail. It's boring. I do too. It is very boring. But guys, thank you so much for that. That's very affirming to me. Um, And I do think part of that is being an extrovert. But I also know a lot of introverts who are able to hold conversations and cannot resort to their phone. But that is something that I did also learn from the sermon, you guys. And I swear that this was not prepared. This just worked out so well. Is we have become so bad of like when you feel uncomfortable in a situation, you like can't sit in it for more than three seconds. Like you have to look at your phone and that's like your safety net. And like you were saying, Grace, like when I would walk to class, if I'm just not in the mood, I would just look at my phone and would just not look up at anybody because I just would go into that mode of, oh, it doesn't matter. I can just tune out of the world and just do what everybody else does. And that's like, not what I want to be. I think what you do is awesome. Yeah. And I, I also just think about like, and this might sound like cheesy, but you never really know like what people are going through. And so you never really know if like, oh, I just said hi to a stranger, but you never really know, like, if that person is feeling lonely, and they just wanted someone to, like, acknowledge them, like, how good that might feel to somebody, and, like, you see that all the time, like, be kind, because you don't know what people are going through, but, like, it's it's really true. Yeah. Listen, guys, this is an 18-year-old gal giving you the wisdom you didn't know you needed. Take notes. (laughs) Take notes, people. Listen, this is a big deal, okay? And Dude, also- I will I will not get over some like people that like I see and they know I see them and yes! like, they don't yeah they don't acknowledge I'm like oh my gosh I thought we were friends like you, you can't say hi to me like come on I'm just yeah, I'm waiting. I, it's I've been straight up ignored before like in oh, high yeah. school especially I, oh my yeah. gosh like in high school especially like you know who's going to what class when it's yeah. like oh, I'm gonna see this person we're gonna have that little that little moment in the hallway or whatever <laughs> sometimes it was oh. like your pals and then sometimes it was your crush whatever if we're if we're getting back into this but it was like oh my gosh like the crush you know this person it's like I didn't see you after fifth period like what's <laughs> up and it's like dude I was in the bathroom like so sorry (laughs) I will say that like in high school if it were my crush I would definitely see them but act like I didn't oh my (laughs) it was always like oh oh I didn't see you walking that's oh hey didn't see there that is the only time that I will avoid someone in the social setting yeah I've said this on the podcast before I really know that I have a crush on somebody if I'm ignoring them in a social setting because I don't want to say something (laughs) stupid so like before in life I've always thought that I like you know was interested in men I easily talk to at parties but that just that just wasn't the case you know just wasn't yeah I totally understand I mean there would be times where like literally I would be like okay 
um, this guy that I like, like, I know that he's coming out of this class, like, and I'm coming out of this class across the hall. So we're going to cross paths, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, my friends would make fun of me because they're like, oh, like, are you going to talk to him? I was like, no, I'm going to walk past him and act like I don't know him. <laughs> like, uh, that's, that's what I'm going to do. So poor man. Okay. So this is, this will be our last big cue. Wow. Time is just going by so fast. Um, this will be our last big question, which is like, for grace obviously but obviously we will also chime in because that's what we do um in terms of relationships kind of circling back and this is obviously going to touch points again with like you being a believer but do you feel like the expectations that your friends have for like how a relationship should start or you know really progress is different than you in terms of Maybe that does tie in social media. Maybe it ties in other things. But I think for me, something I've noticed is like, and this is when I was on TikTok, is Snapchat is almost equivalent to like texting or calling someone. And that is just not how I feel like it is for me now. In high school it was, but now it's not. But I feel like that's not going out though for you guys. I think that's following you into college and stuff. So for you have you ever found yourself maybe talking to friends and they're getting really excited about something with a boy and you're like dude what are you like that means nothing to me like I you know and it's not saying you're perfect and you don't read into things but like have you found yourself kind of realizing that you know some things just don't show that a guy's actually interested in you oh yes absolutely (laughs) um I think like all throughout high school and even, I mean, I haven't been in college that long, but in the time that I've had, um, I definitely think that my peers and friends have like, um, you know, Snapchat is basically the main form of communication. And so for me, I mean, yeah, like I, you know, I've gotten caught up in the Snapchat thing too, but I think that for me, like, I would really want a guy to, you know, even texting is better than Snapchat to me or calling me or even better, like talking to me in person. And so I think, <laughs> I think like, um, you know, Snapchat has definitely made relationships more like sketchy as well. Yeah. And it also has like devalued what a relationship is supposed to be like because my friends and peers around me like have gotten caught up in you know like situationships that are just really like sketchy and really surfacy and snapchat just makes it you know so much worse because you're just like sending pictures back and forth and it's like this is so dumb like we're not even really having a real sometimes there's like no words like it's just like yeah <laughs> i don't get it i don't get it Genuinely, that's the dumbest crap I've ever heard is like oh my gosh I don't get that if you're having a conversation with someone and your face is in the picture cool but then when you are in the middle of the conversation you just send a picture of you I I just don't know what I'm supposed to say like hey sorry I just had to vent about that for a second (laughs) no it's okay I don't understand it either and yeah, I think Snapchat has definitely devalued like real communication. And it's honestly like kind of discouraging because I'm like, I hope that there's people out there that like don't want to take part in this as well. Amen. Uh, yeah. What's like the expectation? Like, oh my gosh, like I have to text them back like right away. Like if I'm, if I didn't get it, like, a ton of text today like oh my gosh is he really interested in me like what is that like yeah well okay I think on snapchat it's even more like traumatizing yeah because it's like you got left on red yes that's what people it's like oh my gosh I got left on open like omg like the anxiety just starts going and you start making up stories in your head and it's like so dumb but I think that that's like the thing that people say now is like, oh my gosh, I got left on red. Like no one even texts anymore. 
It's just that is astounding to me. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's so weird. There's like no record of your conversation in well, Snapchat. Unless they're saving it, but like that's like, oh, why'd you save that? Okay, like but... even that's like a drama thing. Right. Yeah. And I think Austin, what you just said is correct. I don't think people want evidence of a relationship. Like if a guy or a girl is just using you to just like feel something, if that's all I can mm. say about it then they don't care like they don't want it to be like oh she was texting me i can show you all the messages or vice versa like they don't want that evidence almost yeah they don't want and to I, commit yeah commit exactly. scared. And I, they're like, scared out here with snapchat too it's like you know there's a lot of snapchat conversations going on at once mm-hmm. and that's like a big thing too is like oh i'm snapchatting like six guys right now like okay like i I just honestly like I don't want that like I know I'm not about that life oh my gosh that just sounds really exhausting to be that isn't that is a very much a trend is like how many guys are you snapchatting and like they don't know about it well newsflash they're probably snapchatting more girls than you're snapchatting men so yeah case that is oh my goodness unbelievable I'm it's shook. Stressful. This I'm country stressful. is in danger. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I'm going to get a flip phone. I just, I, I'm going to get a flip phone. Um, I don't know phone. where you find it. And then we could get those like weird cases. You can get them all that like okay. so cheap because no one has those phones. Perfect. Right, we are going to give that kiosk at the mall so much business. It's unreal. Yeah. <laughs> like phone cases have been sitting there since like 2005. It's amazing. Dude, total side comment. But it's like, even like iPhone cases go out because the new ones are coming out so often. It's like, you're going to find iPhone like four cases. <laughs> and even like that's like, that's crazy. TBT. I think I have an iPhone 10. I don't know what this is. I don't know what I have either. that's so dumb i think i have the 11 i think i have the 11 because we have the same phone grace i think i have the x oh it's not newer than the 11 if you're wondering it just sounds cooler though to me yeah it does i got here oh no it is the 11 oh oh (laughs) okay yeah guys (laughs) get flexed on i have the iphone 11 (laughs) but we don't have the newest iphone i think the isn't the 12 out I yeah. think it has to be. 13? I don't freaking Yeah, know. maybe. No, it's the 12S next. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, that sounds accurate. So The 12G. I, I always thought the colored ones were so cool. I never got one. but My mom had one. They performed like crap. I heard. I heard. Mm. But oh. they were cool colors. They were cute. They were cute. All right. Well, um, since I just said ring-a-dang they were trendy. there... I think that I, I might <laughs> end it. Um, so let's go ahead and um, finish this baby up with a good round of what are you loving lately? Um, usually we let the guests go last as the tradition to give you the most time to little thinky. Um, but Austin, are you wanting to go first? Are you wanting to go in the middle? What's the 411? Uh, I can take it uh, at the start. Um, what I've been loving lately is the relief of having a job upon graduation. That is very cool. Uh, it's only been less than 24 hours, but the feeling is great. Um, secondly, I've been planning my birthday weekend. My whole family's coming into town and like short story, my sister always had a cheer competition out of state on the weekend of my birthday so like my birthday kind of got neglected when i was growing up like pretty much ages like 15 to like 21 last year so i'm 22 this year kind of got neglected so it's like the first time my family's like really gone all in for my birthday pretty hype about it that's very wow i love that for you you'll hear the update on the next cast of how the birthday weekend went and how much joy it was brought from my family praising me. Wow, love that. We need a little praise for ourselves every once in a while. Um, what have I been loving lately? Ooh, okay. I have really been loving Cheerios 
and almond milk. And I'm not sure why it's really hitting the spot recently, but it just has. And cereal, cereal is like my go-to yes. um, snack. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. It just sounds good all the time. I don't know what it is. And I'm really into putting it in like large mugs. I feel like that makes it a little more fun and flirty than a bowl. Um, so yeah, that would be mine. Very simple this week. Grace, what are you hitting us with? Hmm. Um, well, what I've been loving is, um, I restarted Teen Wolf, the show. Oh. And I am loving it because, (laughs) (laughs) because the main characters, uh, Tyler Posey and Dylan O'Brien are great. Yes. And by great, she means severely attractive. (laughs) Beyond I was going to ask her to elaborate, so <laughs> glad we cleared that up. No, I meant their their acting is great. Um. Just the whole production value is really high. Um, um, yeah. Do you recommend it? Because I didn't watch it when it was, like, on TV. Oh, it's right up our alley. Okay. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. You My girlfriend it. just finished Supernatural, moved on to Vampire Diaries. Yes, Vampire mm. Diaries. Seen it like three times through. So good. See, if you like you Vampire know, Diaries, yeah. you, you would like Teen Wolf. Okay, then I'm in. I really need a new show, so I'm into that. Yeah, it's good. But I've also heard Supernatural is really good, but I just hear there's like a zillion seasons, and I don't know if I can commit. I think there's like 15. Oh, that's a lot. That's overwhelming. That's like a whole lifetime. Wow it is all right well guys thanks for tuning in i really hope that this gives you a little food for thought on social media like i know it's kind of cringy but really think about it like what is it you know offering to your life and give it a like literally just for a minute a serious thought and try out something put a time limit delete it off your phone put it on your computer whatever and let us know dm us let us know what um good things come out of it and so I've been Monica. I've been Austin, and we have really enjoyed this rendition. Grace, thank you for taking the time to sit down with us and let us pick your 18-year-old brain. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This was fun. It is fun, isn't it? It's a blast. If you want to be on and put a cork in it, let us know. We love having new guests on the show. We're gonna have to start we're gonna have to start picking out people like like, I don't know, I was about to make a bad metaphor, but this okay. is even worse. So glad you didn't. So follow us on Put a Cork in It Official on the gram. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever whack distribution of podcasts you listen to. And if you don't really have like apps or like if you don't have a phone, you can go ahead and go on your computer and go to anchor.com and you can find it there. So we're really everywhere, guys. There's no excuse not to listen. Um, we love you and we will be back next Friday. Thank you for 3K listens. Have a good rest of your day. That's all I